0: Welcome to the Stress Nanny Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Miller, and I'm delighted that you're here. Every once in a while on The Stress Nanny, I tell a story instead of doing an interview, and today is one of those days. Today I want to tell you the story of a peach tree. Shortly after we moved to Texas, I planted two peach trees in our yard. I took care of the trees, tenderly caring for them year after year, pruning them, making sure they were weeded, making sure they had fertilizer, and then once they started producing fruit, I would take care to thin the fruit and then harvest it at the appropriate time. I learned what needed to be done to care for the peach trees from my grandpa, and every year I would check in with him as I was troubleshooting their growth or things that I was noticing about them. One year, when our daughter was young and we had a puppy, I neglected to prune the tree before it got to the point where it started to flower and blossom. Once it starts blossoming, it's really hard to prune because it's already started sending energy up. So I missed my window. I thought to myself, oh, it's just one year. It'll be okay. The following year, equally challenging, I again neglected to prune the peach tree. By that time, it had grown quite a few branches in quite a few awkward directions. Pruning has multiple benefits. You prune peach trees in order to kind of train them in the direction you want them to grow. You prune them to make the fruit accessible when it's time to harvest. And you also prune them to make the fruit big and sweet. A lack of pruning produces a bunch of peaches that are small and not as sweet as they would be because the tree is spread too thin, the roots being asked to support way more peaches than they can comfortably do so. So after the second year, my tree was growing a little bit out of control, and it was also looked pretty uh, wonky out there in my yard, with branches growing every which way and just like thick, so that the sun had a hard time getting through to the center, and the leaves were just on top of each other. One of the things that happened that year was my uncle came to visit. He took one look at my tree and recognized immediately that I had neglected it. It had not received the attention that it needed in order to produce the kind of fruit it was capable of. He carefully and patiently went through each branch with me, and I had little strips of fabric, and I tied them on the branches that he instructed me to prune. He pointed out that my neglect had made pruning really challenging, and because you can't take a high number of branches from the tree, I would have to correct my pruning mistake over several years. As I proceeded to tie small strips of cloth around the branches that he instructed me to prune, I marveled at his patience with me and also at his wisdom. By the point that I was at, I couldn't recognize which branches to even prune. The tree was so full of leaves and wood and like blossoming peaches that there wasn't a clear direction when it came to pruning, whereas when the tree was, is regularly pruned, I could generally tell which branches needed to go. But my neglect, in addition to making um, an extreme amount of work when it came to pruning, had also made um, the act of selecting the branches to prune extremely difficult. I was in awe at his ability to look and see which branches needed to go, and then also to tell me which year those branches should go. So I had several strips of fabric on that tree for a number of years as I slowly and gradually got the tree back into shape. And over time, it started to take on the look of a peach tree that it it had been several years before. One of the things that I took from that um, span of life was an increase in patience for myself. While it was frustrating that the tree had been neglected. I also recognized that my priorities were such that other important things were getting the care during that time that my peach tree was not getting. And so I had patience with myself. Similarly, I appreciated the fact that the tree had limits. There wasn't enough energy from the roots of that tree to support the number of peaches that I was asking it to make. So while the peaches were still good and I still enjoyed them, shared them with neighbors and felt some sense of pride at the prolific crop of peaches um, that the tree yielded during that stretch of time, I also recognized that it wasn't the best fruit that it could offer. I hadn't set the tree up for optimal uh, fruiting and harvesting due to my lack of pruning earlier in the season. Another thing that was striking during that time was how quickly growth can get out of control and how just a a mere few years of neglect ended up equaling a vast amount of work, energy, and intention down the road. I was reminded of an allegory in a book called The Book of Mormon. It has spiritual teachings in it. And in one of the books, it's called the Book of Jacob, there's an allegory of an olive tree. And this olive tree, similarly, was um, a bit lofty. It had branches, and it was encumbered with much fruit, and the fruit was not tasty. So the tree hadn't been grown in the most intentional way, and the fruit that it was yielding was bitter. So the olive tree was yielding bitter olives, and they weren't good for what was needed from the olives. And the tree was cared for and pruned, and it was also, um, there were grafts made. And when you graft a tree, you take a branch from another tree, it's called the scion, and you, you gently make a, it's an injury to the tree that you're going to graft it into, so the root stalk is what it's called. You make an injury to that tree, so you cut an area of the trunk, and then you attach the graft, so you attach the branch from the other trunk, and then you seal the wound up, you kind of wrap it together so that it can come together and create like um, a healing space right there, and so that the grafted branch just becomes a natural part of the main tree. I was reminded of that story because while I didn't graft anything on my peach trees, I was really mindful of the fruit that I was trying to create, and one of the reasons that you graft is to get a certain kind of fruit so in that allegory, the fruit that was being produced by the original tree was not was not sweet it was bitter, and so the attempt was made to create fruit that would be useful, fruit that was sweet. And that's why the graft happened. And that's why the tree was pruned because it had too many branches. There was too much going on with the tree for it to be able to produce the kind of sweet fruit that was desired. And it was the same with my tree. I didn't have, uh, the tree didn't have the energy. I didn't have the energy in those years that I didn't prune it, but the tree didn't have the energy to produce the fruit that I desired. And in that allegory in Jacob chapter 5, the success eventually happens down the road after a series of grafting and like regrafting and then moving branches and moving them back. My story wasn't quite that complex, but eventually I was able to get my tree back to a place where it was producing sweet fruit that was sizable and the kind of fruit that I desired from it. It's interesting that sometimes life is like that. Sometimes we have years or times when we are not able to kind of prune our lives with intention. Life gets busy, we're overwhelmed, or we could be struggling with challenges, or things can just not, not be going very easily. And it can be easy for our life to get a little bit like that tree. So in, in that case, it would have been like a life that was encumbered with a lot of things, maybe growth that had been unchecked or practices or habits that were no longer serving and were just creating um, like barriers to the sun or were taking up energy that wasn't leading to the kind of fruit that that life might desire. So I know in my life, I've had those moments where I've had a lack of pruning going on and life got a little crazy and there got to be too many things vying for attention or energy and I wasn't producing the kind of fruit or living the kind of life that I, that I would like to. And in those moments, it's interesting to consider what needs to go and then what needs to maybe be grafted in. So if you contemplate this in terms of your own life and consider your life to be the tree and the beauty or the the things that come from your life to be the fruit, so whatever you're kind of putting out into the world, whether it's in your words, whether it's in your actions, that's the fruit on your tree. And so often the roots of our tree, while strong, and hardy, can only sustain a certain amount of growth, right? And they can only accommodate a certain, um, a certain number of peaches, if you will, in the, in the tree. And so we need to be mindful of not only the capability of our roots, but of our intentional efforts to prune and to take the things from our life that aren't producing the fruit that we're looking for, And then to bring in or graft practices, habits, just bits of learning or teaching that are going to produce the fruit that we're looking for. We can do this at intervals like I did, or we can do it regularly, which I also did sometimes. And frequently life is a little bit of a mix of both, where we'll have times where we're pruning regularly and grafting new practices or habits in, And we're really intentional about the fruit that's growing on the tree of our life. Or there are going to be stretches where we kind of lose sight of that big picture. And enough is going on that we just are maybe adding a bunch of things all at once. Or we're just like adding whatever comes our way. And we're not being as discerning about it. So one of the beauties of the practice of grafting and pruning is to maximize the effectiveness of the roots. So at any given time, while the roots grow every year, at any given time, they have a certain capacity, right, to offer nourishment, strength, and support to the tree. Similarly, the things you're grounded in, the practices that keep you going, your self-care, those things have a certain capacity to offer up fruit in your life, right? And so are you using those roots to their maximum effectiveness? Are you putting the things in your life that are going to maximize the energy that your roots can, can offer? Or are you asking your roots to do more than what they're able to? Are you effectively running faster than you have strength? And do you take a minute every once in a while... To kind of take a big picture look and be intentional about the way you're growing that tree that is your life. It can be so helpful to have another set of eyes or another person's perspective on that. Just when my uncle came over and was able to see the tree without the guilt that I saw the tree with... (laughs) and just with more perspective and more wisdom than what I had accumulated to that point, he could identify aspects of that tree that I couldn't see at all. So that's similar to us. If, we're, if we feel like we're in a quandary and we're a bit overwhelmed about how the tree of our life needs to be pruned or cared for, It can be helpful to ask for an opinion from someone else, a trusted individual, a friend, a coach, a mentor, someone who has a big picture view, who can be gentle with us, and who can also help our untrained eyes to see how to better utilize the capacity of our roots. So I encourage you this week to gently take stock of your tree And just look at the different ways that you're asking it to produce. Look at the fruit that you're getting. And make sure that fruit is in alignment with what you want to be getting. And if it's not, to take one small action toward getting the kind of fruit that you want. And in the moments where it feels overwhelming or frustrating or when you maybe realize that you haven't been as intentional about your pruning and grafting as you might like to be. Just be patient and know that you can, over time, make the corrections necessary and that you can make changes that will lead to beautiful fruit. Just before I moved from our Texas house, um, several years after I had made the final corrections to my peach tree disaster, (laughs) um, we were getting some of the sweetest peaches that we'd ever gotten. The tree was big and beautiful. It had an open and airy canopy. The fruit was accessible because of the way it was pruned. And I had a knowledge of how to care for the tree that was that had more depth and more wisdom than it had if I had just gently pruned it all along. So even in the moments when it can be frustrating or it can feel challenging, just know that sweet things can come as a result of your efforts. And that any effort to kind of retrain or regrow or graft or prune, while initially it might seem a little hard or it might feel a little rough, it can lead to great things.